Okay, Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer on DWS, and uh, State Treasurer Mike Frerichs with us this morning. Mike, how are you doing? Dave, I'm great. I'm looking forward to spring. <laughs> any any idea when that's coming? I'm not sure, but it is 58 degrees out there today, if that's helpful. I, I it's remember way warmer than yesterday. It is. I remember a day nearly two months ago. We got up to nearly 70. Yeah. And for two months, I've been telling people, planting is right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we are I think we are getting close, but uh, that was a I think what they call a premature prediction. Yeah, I think so. Ever since we got that big rain Saturday night, and then uh, you know it threatened to rain all day yesterday, and then uh, I woke up to a downpour this morning. Yeah, and, so uh, did I. So uh, we we should expect a lot of Mayflowers. Hopefully, <laughs> at any point. <laughs> You can drive by my yard, and you'll see lots of flowering weeds in yeah. my yard. I need to, I need to take care that's of about that. About what I got, so that's what's happening. How about the Supreme Court this morning? That's quite a little story, uh, isn't it? My guess is that's uh, all the news you're going to be hearing today. Um, le- I mean, two two reasons: the the nature of overturning uh, what has been law of the land for 50 years, mm-hmm. and two, the fact of how it was announced. Uh, it's a leaked memo that doesn't happen very often. Uh, but, you know, we are now less than two months to go till primary season. Uh, I think most of the Democrats are all on the same page on this issue, but it will be interesting in the Republican primary. You saw uh, one candidate who has a lot of money behind him who was asked his position on abortion, and I think his answer was something like, I think we're done here. You know, <laughs> that, a- that answer might have sufficed before this decision, uh, yeah. but I don't think that answer is going to be adequate going forward. No, I don't think so. You know, I think uh, for years, lots of candidates would run and say, oh, well, I'm I'm pro-life. And, and they could say this because, well, you know, it's never going to happen to the Supreme Court. Right. Um, now it's very much going to be an issue. And I, I think these candidates who try and run and hide from their position uh, are going to experience a lot of heat. I think and, so. Uh, I think mm-hmm. my guess is uh, Richard Irvin is not conducting any interviews today. <laughs> <laughs> That's a guess, and it's a pretty good one. I think uh, the governor's race here in the state of Illinois, I'm uh, enjoying the fact that it is election year because all the things they're saying and pointing out about each other, we've got one spot for one fellow right now that they don't <laughs> even mention him until the later part of the spot. He's talking about somebody else, and I'm like, good grief, talk about free publicity. <laughs> well, I, uh, I am, <laughs> I'm shocked. I saw a mail piece that the Urban Campaign put out claiming that Darren Bailey and Jesse Sullivan uh, are really Democrats because they might have supported a Democrat in the past. Yeah. This coming from the campaign of a guy who voted in five of the last six Democratic primaries. Um, <laughs> we'll see if the voters have a problem with hypocrisy or not, because there's a lot of it being uh, thrown around these days. Well, you've certainly got a lot on your mind today. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you feel better. You've gotten all this off your chest. <laughs> well, you know, um, this is election season. Sure. We're, yeah. we're going to have that going on. But... Um, I got elected f- nearly four years ago. I- I've got a job to do. We're still mm-hmm. going out. We're talking about our programs, returning unclaimed property, giving money away, helping families to save. And uh, I talk about that harvest coming up. I'm waiting for spring to come because um, we also have a cream of the crop photo contest encouraging young people to go out and take pictures of modern agriculture. Show us what it means to them. It's the 10th year of doing it, so hoping to do it uh, a little bigger celebration this year. Well, let's hope, and we'll see what happens if it ever quits raining. 
it is tough to get out in the fields <laughs> when they are swamps. You know, when my ancestors uh, first came and settled up in northeast Champaign County and that, that land was marshy and boggy, uh-huh. they came in and they dug drainage ditches, they tiled the soil, um, they made some of the best farmland in the world. Um, but I think, you know, with uh, this kind of rain, uh, I don't think there's any skills uh, to get there out in the fields anytime soon. We're just going to need Mother Nature to give us a, a few days of some nice sun and wind to dry out those fields before they'll be getting out there. You know, my grandpa used to show me great big rocks that he had oh. drug out of the fields over the years, and it was just yep. like good grief. You can't even imagine that, but oh, that's I, how I, a lot of it was done. <laughs> well, it's 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 funny because, uh, you know, I, I talk about that great soil just around Gifford, around Royal and Flatville. But just a little north of there is a terminal moraine where in the last ice age uh, a glacier came down and stopped in northern Champaign County. And when they did that, when that glacier stopped and retreated, it left a whole bunch of rocks. And I remember as a kid going out and walking fields with buckets, picking up rocks. And uh, you would think with... You'd think I would have turned out a little stronger for having done that, but I was a, I was a scrawny kid. That was that was tough work. Oh boy, were you that tall then? Or? No, um, Dave. I get asked all the time if I played <laughs> basketball, and my honest God answer is: my sophomore year in high school, I was the second shortest guy on my basketball team. Is that right? And, and people second look shortest? at me and say, "You must have been on a team with giants." I said, "Nope, late growth spurt." Um, just absolutely terrible timing Mm -hmm. Um, you know my dad was tall his dad was tall his brother was tall everyone knew I was going to be tall and in fifth grade I was the tallest kid in the class so at that point you know we didn't have seven footers shooting three point shots when I was younger we were taught you will play with your back to the basket you don't dribble Mm -hmm. you rebound you outlet and then like run and you take your shots from the blocks or within the paint um, so that was great advice in fifth grade, but then I stopped growing for about four or five years. Everyone caught me and passed me in sophomore year of high school. I still made the team, but I couldn't play as a center <laughs> as the as the That's second fine. shortest guy on the team. So I got tired of sitting the bench, uh, went out and played rec league basketball, and then my growth spurt started. Just horrible timing. Wow. That's something. You know, I've never heard that story, so that's... Although, you That's know, it was, it was bad timing there, but the really good thing about liking basketball and being tall at, at this age, when I play with people my own age, none of us can jump anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. and, if, and if you do, you're risking tearing something, <laughs> breaking something. And so those kids who used to be more athletic than me and out-rebound me, um, now have a really tough time with his wingspan. <laughs> you know, nobody really talks about it, but it's true. All the guys my age and younger that get out and play a little city ball or yeah. whatever, it's just sad to watch. <laughs> you you imagine yourself as, a, as an 18-year-old oh, skying yeah. above the rim, yeah. tearing down rebounds, and the reality is crushing it's yeah it's somewhat less than we uh, about an inch off the ground bad. yeah uh, it's about an inch you well, know. we tore them up today yeah. well, when, when they say we tore them up today they're probably talking about their achilles their yeah. acl <laughs> i have every two years they have a, a basketball game now the house versus the senate uh-huh. and every two years there is some legislator walking around on crutches the day after that game wow uh-huh. and that's something you, w- you want to go out and relive your glory days, but um, <laughs> our, our bodies don't always keep up with our memories. <laughs> That's and, for sure. 
Farming is kind of like that, too. Yeah. Guys uh, still think they can hack it. I, I can get out there. I can work 24 hours. And, like, you need to set it back just a little bit there, buddy. <laughs> oh, boy. What else uh, going on, Michael? You got anything else you want to plug while you're here? Well, unclaimed property is something I always like talking about. Um, I'm just reminded that we are returning money for not just individuals. We encourage people to go to IllinoisTreasurer.gov, check for themselves, check for their family, but also check for your business, check for a nonprofit, uh, check for your church. You know, some of my my favorite things is we've reached out to churches and said, "Well, how do we have unclaimed property? Maybe there was uh, a utility that they had a, a overpayment, or maybe there was a refund owed." Or my favorite stories are people who took out life insurance policies. And I don't know if they always name their church as their beneficiary, uh, but sometimes we know one person was old enough, they survived their children, the children were the beneficiaries, they changed the beneficiary when their children passed away to their church. Mm-hmm. And like a good Christian, they, they don't run into church saying, look at me, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I am taking care of their church. No, they're, they're humble, right. they don't pray. And they thought, wouldn't it be a nice surprise if after I'm gone, uh, the church gets a $50,000 policy? Yeah. The real surprise was the church never got that money because the church didn't know about it. They didn't claim it. The life insurance company never paid out Mm -hmm. until we went in with our auditors, found this, tracked them down, and really was a blessing to them. So I tell this story because it's a fun story. I mean, it was great to go in the church and and meet the pastor and tell the congregation. However, uh, I also tell as a reminder that your church may have had someone similar who had a sure. life insurance policy, named their church, and it was never paid out. So we encourage you to go put in the names of your church, your business, a nonprofit, an organization you're part of, a, a labor union, a fraternal organization. We have over $3 billion, and we would like to return it to people in the state. All right. Well, Mike Frerichs, treasurer of the great state of Illinois, thanks for your time this morning. The we great wet, wet state of Illinois. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you, Mike.